Something new and exciting is happening here at Dangerous Faith. We have a new episode concept. Before on our uh, podcast, we had interviews. I call them Dangerous Conversations, and we will keep doing that. And then we kind of have our flagship type of episode where I talk about a topic, and then I finish with a devotional. So on this one, we're going to title it uh, Dangerous Advice, keeping with that Dangerous Faith theme. We'll be talking about Uh, everyday stories, everyday life situations that you might encounter, or maybe you might be talking to someone who's going through something similar. And so together we can talk about whatever is happening and we can kind of uh, go through uh, everyday life. It's called Dangerous Advice. And uh, yeah, I'm your host, Nathan Williams. I get started talking about dangerous advice and uh, we're going to go on Reddit and hear some stories about some Christians who are struggling with a couple things. But before I do that, I want to talk about our new website. So Dangerous Faith has a website, dangerousfaith.net. You can look up and there you have my blog. You can access certain uh, my schedule. I'm speaking at several churches coming up, one in Decatur, uh, maybe one in Hayden, I'm not sure, and then a couple in Coleman as well, all in the month of February. And then uh, pretty soon I'll be unveiling March and April too. So you can look at my schedule. You can help support Dangerous Faith if you would like to do that. There's a a page for giving as well that's there. Like I said, there's my blog and you can access my YouTube channel. All exciting things happening at Dangerous Faith. So check out the website, bookmark it. Is that even a thing? I don't even know if people bookmark websites anymore. But then eventually, hopefully, uh, as uh, funding comes in, maybe, I'd like to develop an app as well for your phone. But anyways, I thought I would let you know we have a YouTube channel. If you would subscribe and share that, and then obviously you're listening to the podcast. So, so much good happening. I just wanted to share with you. All right, let's get started. These are a couple stories from Reddit, and so I'll read them and then we'll talk about them afterwards. Uh, So the first one is titled, Being a Christian is Making Me Angry. Uh, So it sounds like this person is about to vent, and that's exactly what is happening. I'll read, Uh, can't have sex until marriage, can't watch porn, can't make dirty jokes, can't cuss, can't retaliate against people who deserve it, can't do this, can't do that. I'm alone every day. None of my friends even come around anymore. No girl wants to wait until marriage where I'm from. Not only that, no girl wants to be with a boring, broke Christian that seems to only care about college and the Bible. Christianity has made me lonely. It's given me direction, but it's so aggravating watching people be so rich and successful and happy doing whatever they want to do and living the life that I want. I'm watching the years of my youth tick by from this dirty exercise room I'm forced to sleep in until I graduate college. For fun, 
I literally just walk around. How am I supposed to be content like this? How am I supposed to be happy with a life that's empty and fulfilling? And so this person is asking for advice, and I just read their post. Uh, going on a couple posts down as there, uh, as there are responses, and then the original poster, uh, the OP, uh, responds as well. Uh, he, he does say, I'm going to assume it's a he, I'm not sure, but he does say that he was venting in that moment, and he does feel better. But I think this overall is something that a lot of us can relate to. Christianity has a lot of rules sometimes. Uh, don't do this, don't do that. You're supposed to wait until marriage to for sexual activity. Um, you're not supposed to watch porn or make dirty jokes. You can't retaliate against people because revenge is the Lord's. And so on one level, I get it. There seems to be, it seems to be that those without the rules seem to have so much more fun. But I want to note something really quickly. I don't hear a lot about the relationship this person has with Jesus. I hear about the rules, but I don't hear about an intimate walk with God because rules don't make sense if you don't have a relationship with the rule maker. Because then it just seems like God's a bully. God's not being fair. He's allowing everyone else to have fun except for the people who love him. And so I want to first note that before you get to the rules, before they make sense, you have to know the God who created us. And so God doesn't want us to wait to have sex until marriage because he hates us. He made us as sexual beings. However, sex, and this is the common analogy uh, that's used, is like fire. It's wonderful in a fireplace. That would be marriage. There are boundaries and it can grow in a healthy way. Um, however, outside of the fireplace, let's say all over your house, all of a sudden your house burns down because fire is not meant to be there. And so so um, same thing with, let's say, cussing. We're not supposed to not cuss because, oh, God doesn't want us to express ourselves. However, God wants us to be gentle and kind and loving with the language we use and to save harsher words for appropriate situations. Same thing with revenge. We look forward to a time when God judges because we're not supposed to judge. We leave the judgment to God. And then for all the evil people in the world, you think of, I guess, stereotypically, you think of the Hitlers, you think of the, um, I don't know, Stalins, they're going to get what they deserve one day because you and I aren't meant to be judges. We worship the one judge, God alone, and we leave that to him. And so you can just see a lot of frustration. And I would encourage this person on Reddit to, to dive into the relationship we have with Jesus. And some of these things might start to, they might make sense in a way that just following the rules will never make sense. And we start to rebel against that. People don't like rules for rules sake. Um, and honestly, when it comes to dating, uh, no girl wants to be with a boring, broke Christian. I am a testament where that's not true. I married my wife, and uh, just due to the nature of how my life has gone to this point, I've always been in school. I've always worked my butt off, to be honest. But just because I've always been in school, I don't 
really have a whole lot. And so a Christian girl managed to marry me for some reason. Sometimes I don't get it because I'm a, sometimes a jerk. But uh, hey, I'm married, so it, it happens. You just want to wait for the right girl because the right girl won't care if they see you have character. Um, I also hope you have a personality. I hate to be mean, but having a personality helps. You know, you take care of yourself. You're driven. You're doing the right thing. People notice that. And then obviously this person is in college. Once you graduate college and you get to that nine to five, you might be able to make more money and to have a house or I don't know, wherever you are and it gets better. So, um, just, I want to encourage OP, uh, rules only make sense when you have a relationship so dive into your relationship with Jesus and love him on a deeper level. These things will start to make sense. And then when it comes to dating, the right girl won't care. Um, the right girl will love you for the fact that you love God, you work hard, you're honest, you have good character. Um, I figure, you know, uh, let's be honest, let's hope you have personality. And, uh, you know, to be fairly attractive doesn't hurt at all, just being real. But anyways, things that I would say to this person right off the bat. What would y'all say as, as my listeners? Do you have any advice? Let me know. Um, you can reach out to me through social media, but what would you say to this person who's really frustrated and he titled his post, being a Christian is making me angry. What would you say to this person? What did I miss? What could I have said better? Et cetera, et cetera. Anyways, um, I'll move on to our second, uh, story for today from Reddit. Any good Christian advice on jealousy? That's the title. Reading the post, jealousy and envy is a sin that I have often struggled with. Although many times I'm quite happy for the success of others, especially if it's something that is completely unrelated to my skill set, I can easily celebrate with them. If I have a friend that makes it to the NBA, I celebrate with them because I am no basketballer, so I'm happy for him. But if, if the friend succeeds in something that I have personally failed at, then it becomes harder for me to genuinely just join in the celebration. Behind my smile is the gnawing feeling of, why wasn't I good enough? You know, like if someone gets married, it makes me think about my failed wedding. If someone gets pregnant, it makes me think about my personal infertility issues. If someone else gets an opportunity to study, it makes me think of how many of my applications have been ignored. I want to be happy for these people. I do. But sometimes when someone succeeds in an area that I have been struggling, Lord knows it feels like a knife digging up old wounds and unanswered prayers. Like, how am I supposed to be genuinely happy for a friend who's starting a family, knowing that my partner and I have been struggling to conceive? All this news does is remind me of my own failed attempts at conception, and I have to keep a brave face and be her rock of encouragement because I know she feels it too. All right, asking for feedback. What would y'all say to this? Let me know. I, I'd be very interested. But just uh, some thoughts off the top of my head. The first thing I want to know in this is a little bit of, it's not covered by the post, but I think that, you know, it's something that needs to be talked about. And that is the, the topic of counseling 
and addressing, acknowledging, uh, realizing the pain of what you've been through before you even start relating to other people. So if you notice from the post, it's about jealousy. It's about being unhappy with your relationships. How can I be proud and happy for other people? However, the, the ground level pain is not addressed. I think this person needs to go to counseling, find a community. I'm a Christian, so I think the church is a great place to do this, um, in addition to counseling and other wise measures. But um, I think this person needs to address some of the wounds and pains of infertility, uh, relationship failures, or things that didn't work out the way uh, we wanted them to. And I think those things need to be addressed first before you can then start working on the secondary stuff like how do I handle jealousy? How do I relate to other people? And so, uh, yeah, I think the post doesn't get to the heart of the matter the way that uh, we probably should before we handle some of these other things. So that's the first thing I want to note. It's foundational. It's um, inside of us. It's how we view ourselves. It's how we've healed, how we've uh, been able to recognize the pain that we've gone through and uh, been able to uh, work on it and grow from it before then you start talking about relationships. So that's the first thing I wanted to note. And now I'll talk about some other things that the post actually addresses things like jealousy and anger, etc, etc. But I wanted to start there. I remember in high school, there was this guy who I was jealous of. Um, He was living the life that I wanted to live. And uh, I remember going to God with this and being like, why am I so jealous of this person? And this piece of advice I've heard from someone I'm going to share with you. Pray for these people that you're jealous of. And as you pray to God, Lord, help them, heal them, be with them, bless them, help them to succeed, help them to grow closer to you, help people to love them as they love others. And as you pray for these people that you're jealous of, I have found that my jealousy melts away. My jealousy melts away because as I lay out my heart before God, I'm exposed. The Holy Spirit will do this. I'm exposed. I see my sin, how I'm just uh, unhappy with my life, and God starts to work in my heart. So number one, I would pray for the people that you are jealous of. Pray that they succeed and have the best life possible. Um, Pray that they honor God in all that they do. Um, The second thing I might think of is, well, where is God in this? Uh, Sometimes when we are dissatisfied with our life, when we're insecure, when we wish God had done something else, something different, we hope that we wish that God had made us better. In a way, it's idolatry. I'll have to explain that. What you're saying when you are unhappy with your life You are telling God, if I were God, I would have done a better job. If I were were God, I would have created my life better. I would have made me a better person. I would have given me more opportunities. I'm wiser than God. I know more than God. I would be, I guess, not more powerful than, than God in this situation. But when you are unhappy with your life and you wish you had another life, you're telling God, 
I would be a better God than you. And we have to be so careful there because the answer is, well, no, we would not make a better God. God has knowledge and wisdom that we are not privy to. We don't know all things and we don't know the exact purposes that God is using our life for. You know, we don't see the the person at the middle of the strings, think of a web, uh, pulling all the different strings to make certain things happen or, uh, I don't know, puppeteer, I don't know, whatever works for you. Um And God is at the center of all things, and he knows things that we don't. And he made you exactly the way that he wanted to for the purposes of his glory. So we have to be careful of idolatry. Uh, What do y'all think? Does that, do those things make sense for these two stories that I've shared? Let me know. I would love for this to be uh, interactive. In fact, what I plan on doing in future episodes of Dangerous Advice, uh, I'm going to bring on some of my friends. I might bring on my wife. I might bring on, yeah, like I said, a couple buddies so that we can talk about these things together, bounce ideas off. But I also want to hear your thoughts as well. So again, reach out to me through social media or my website. I also have an email and let's talk. But uh, yeah, I guess that's all for today. And uh, Dangerous Advice is a new type of episode I've introduced. Uh, Let me know what you think. Okay, so I'm going to sign off. In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Get it.